So with the emergence of containers and Kubernetes, we saw that there's a major shift in how applications and services will be developed, distributed and deployed. Today in Intuit, we manage 1.7 million Kubernetes resources across 200 clusters with 8,000 applications. So as the scale is increasing, scaling has been a challenge and that's where our biggest focus is now. You are listening to the Kubeless Podcast, a show interviewing project maintainers for CNCF Sandbox incubating and graduated projects. We'll discuss each project to understand where it came from and discuss the roadmap and plans to continue the project. Hi, I'm Mark Campbell. I publish the Kubeless weekly newsletter dedicated to Kubernetes and the CNCF ecosystem. I'm the founder and CTO at Replicated, where we enable cloud-native software vendors like Puppet, Harness, HashiCorp, Sneak, and many others to operationalize and scale the distribution of their modern on-prem software. Check us out at replicated.com. The Kubeless podcast is brought to you by Heavybit, a program dedicated to helping startups take their developer products to market. For more information, visit heavybit.com. Finally, sign up for the Kubeless weekly newsletter and read previous issues at kubeless.com. In this episode, I had the opportunity to talk with Mukalika Kappas from Intuit. And Mukalika is a director of product management at Intuit, working on the Argo project. For anyone who doesn't already know, Intuit is doing a lot with Kubernetes. They were early adopters of Kubernetes and have continued to invest heavily into improving production and developer environments. In fact, Intuit won a CNCF end-user award in 2019 for its cloud-native project usage and contributions. So Argo came out of a need at Intuit to manage clusters at scale. In this episode, Mukalika explains the story and how it's evolved into now having four sub-projects in Argo in the CNCF. Argo CD, Argo Workflows, Argo Events, and Argo Rollouts. We spent a lot of time talking about GitOps and Argo CD in particular, sharing some interesting use cases. While all of the sub-projects are interesting, the conversation then shifted into Argo Rollouts, which is one of the newer sub-projects. The team at Intuit's working hard in delivering some really cool stuff under the Argo project. I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did and learned some of the backstory in the roadmap of the Argo project. Today I'm here with Mukalika Kapas from Intuit, who's the director of product management working on the developer platform and in other projects, including the Argo project, which is a CNCF project. Welcome, Mukalika. Thanks, Mark. Thanks for inviting me to the podcast. Great. Well, I'm excited to dig in and learn a little bit more about Argo today. Um, just to get started, can you set up like a high level and just talk about what the Argo project is and the inspiration for the project? Sure. So the Argo project is a set of Kubernetes native tools for deploying and running jobs and applications, including workflows, deployments, rollouts, and events. It uses GitOps paradigms such as continuous delivery, progressive delivery, and enables MLOps on Kubernetes. Argo project consists of four sub-projects, which includes Argo Workflows, which is a container-native workflow engine, supporting both DAG and step-based workflows, Argo Events, which is an events-based dependency manager for Kubernetes, Argo CD, which supports declarative GitOps-based deployment of any Kubernetes resource, and then Argo Rollouts, which supports declarative progressive delivery strategies such as Canary, Blue Green, and more general forms of experimentation. So Argo project was open sourced in a different timeline and let me go through that. So the first project which was open source was Argo Workflows in late 2017 by a startup called Aplatics. 
So with the emergence of containers and Kubernetes, uh, we saw that there's a major shift in how applications and services will be developed, distributed, and deployed. And Applatix was started to make Kubernetes easy for the enterprises. While working with Kubernetes, we found that the integrated workflow engine is fundamental in a distributed system for orchestrating jobs as well as distributing and deploying complex microservices-based application. That's how we first open source the first Argo subproject, Argo Workflows. Then in 2018, early 2018, Applatix was acquired by Intuit to build Intuit's new developer platform, also internally known as Modern SaaS platform on Kubernetes, on which all Intuit products are today built and run. While building the platform, we realized there's a need for an enterprise-ready continuous delivery solution. So in early 2018, around March, Argo CD was incubated at Intuit and open source. Then in the middle of 2018, around May, BlackRock, who was using Argo workflows in their data science platform, uh, contributed Argo events to actually integrate with Argo workflows and launch Argo workflows. Then uh, while using Argo CD in production at scale in Intuit, we saw a need for progressive delivery like Canary and blue-green deployments. And that's how in 2019, we open source Argo rollouts. So that's the story behind all the four Argo subprojects. Okay, I see. Um, so four different projects. And currently Argo is an incubating project in the CNCF. Does that encompass all four of those projects as all under that same incubating project in the CNCF? Yes. So Argo overall project is incubated under CNCF, which includes all the four projects. Okay, great. Can you talk about what other systems, specifically like non-CNCF systems that Argo replaces? Sure. So let's first talk about Argo CD. So when Intuit started uh, rolling out Kubernetes across hundreds of services, today we run thousands of services in production and almost 2,500 in pre-prod, we were looking for a Kubernetes native continuous delivery solution. We were using Spinnaker at that time for deploying to a uh, public cloud, and we were looking for a more Kubernetes native solution, which was also declarative. We wanted to define everything in Git as the source of truth. We wanted to make sure there's a clear separation between our CI CD pipeline and then the continuous deployment solution. And also we wanted some enterprise friendly features like auditability, compliance, security, RBAC, single sign-on. Uh, we looked at other solutions in the open source community at that time and we didn't find any. And so we decided to build an open source Argo CD. Argo CD uses Git repositories as the source of truth for the desired state of applications and the target deployment environments. So Kubernetes manifests are specified as YAML files or customized files or Helm packages or KSonnet applications. Argo CD automates the synchronization of the desired application state with what is specified as the target state in the Git repo. Okay, that, that makes sense. And I'd love to dig into a little bit more about GitOps in general and how Argo CD sees 
GitOps being used. So you mentioned you can have a declarative state in a Git repository for Kubernetes manifest Helm repositories and case sonnet applications. Once I have them declared and pushed into that Git repo, how does Argo get it into the cluster? Sure. So Argo CD can run in both pull mechanism as well as push mechanism. Argo CD is continuously monitoring your target state that is defined in Git, and it is also monitoring your state of the cluster, and it syncs whenever it sees that the Git is out of sync with the cluster or a cluster is out of sync with the Git repo, and it syncs automatically. So you can drive the syncing through a Jenkins or Argo Workflows pipeline. If you're in a very restricted company like big enterprises, you can drive the sync through a a pipeline, or you can enable auto-sync where Argo CD is always listening and it can automatically sync the state of the cluster. Okay, that sounds pretty modular and flexible to enable various types of environments. What about different types of events? Um, So if I add a new Helm chart into that Git repository, Argo will automatically deploy it. Is the reverse also true? If I want to undeploy something, can I just delete it from the Git repository and Argo deletes it from the cluster? Correct. Okay. I'd love to dig in for a little bit about the tech stack that you're using to build Argo right now. Can you explain a little bit about the the various technologies that you're using and maybe any evolution or changes that you've made along the way? Sure. So because Argo CD is very Kubernetes native, it is built as a CRD and uh, Golang is the choice of language today uh, to build Kubernetes native CRD. So Argo CD also is written in Golang. Uh, DEX is used for the single sign-on part. It has mainly three components, Argo CD API server, Argo CD application controller and Argo CD repo server. Argo CD repo server retrieves the manifest and syncs with the Git repo. And Argo CD takes care of retrieving the manifest from Git. And then Argo CD application controller, it that's the main component which compares manifest in repo server with actually what is running in Kubernetes. And then Argo CD API server is the gateway to Argo CD so it includes the UI, CLI, and the APIs. Okay. So it's mainly all in Golang. Okay, that's great. All in Golang across all the various projects. The CRD implementation, has it been that way since you started building the project in 2017? So in 2017, when Argo Workflows was first open source, it was not CRD. It was much more heavier and it was not Kubernetes native at all. But as we learned, Argo CD was built from scratch as a CRD and then Argo Workflows version 2 was also built as a CRD. I I think that's a a, a great trend in building stuff to be Kubernetes native and, and focusing on that really helps position the, the technology to, to solve the problem in a very Kubernetes unique and Kubernetes friendly way that just is more accessible to, to folks running Kubernetes clusters. And as adoption of Kubernetes increases, I'm sure that that's really been a driver for more use cases of Argo workflows and Argo CD. Correct. And also, uh, people run Argo CD in different ways. Some run it in cluster to sync that cluster. Some run it remotely to sync multiple Git repos with multiple cluster endpoints. So there are different ways people run it. And if we make it more and more Kubernetes native, it's much easier to install and manage 
Argosy. So that's that's actually interesting, and I'd love to talk a little bit more about that. So there's the the very you know common traditional GitOps workflow might be to install an operator or a controller in my cluster and have it watch a Git repository, and you've described a workflow where Argo can do that. But there's some unique workflows that Argo creates by the modularity of it, by allowing I can run it in a separate cluster completely and not even install the CRDs into the, the target cluster? Is that is that possible with Argo? Yes. So we have seen that people, when they manage their clusters using GitOps, they want to run uh, within the cluster. Whereas in Intuit, for example, we are also using Argo CD to do continuous deployment of thousands of services across multiple BUs, across hundreds of clusters. In that case, running Argo CD in each cluster versus running Argo CD centrally and then um, managing all the 200 clusters, uh, we prefer the remote option, like running centrally and then deploying into multiple clusters. Uh, we do have multiple Argo CD instances for blast radius and different security reasons. So say one Argo CD can deploy to say 50 to 100 clusters, uh, some pre-prod, some prod, and uh, you have to register those Git repositories and those Kubernetes cluster endpoints to Argo CD as an application. That's interesting. That actually creates a pretty uh, flexible workflow. If you have that cluster set up, that instance of Argo CD, and it's deploying into a couple of hundred different clusters or environments, how can I monitor those to ensure that the deployment is like the desired state that I want actually is applied and running in the in the target clusters? That is the job of Argo CD. It is constantly showing you whether your cluster objects are in sync with what is defined in Git repo. Going back to building Argo CD originally and Argo workflows, I'd love to talk a little bit about and understand some of the, the technical challenges, especially in, in 2017, which it's not that long ago, but it was pretty early in the Kubernetes ecosystem. I'm sure, you know, like you've, you talked earlier about going from Kubernetes compatible to a Kubernetes native and CRD driven architecture. But what are some of the technical challenges that the team ran into early on that made it difficult to build? Actually, the team ran into more technical challenges later on than early on because of the scale. So for example, today in Intuit, we manage 1.7 million Kubernetes resources across 200 clusters with 8,000 applications. So as the scale is increasing, scaling Argo CD has been a challenge. And that's where our biggest focus is now, because we have lots of enterprises and startups using it and at scale. So Argo CD uses etcd as the persistence layer. We don't have a separate database. So when we have too many users trying to access UI, reading etcd at scale has been an issue. And so we had to implement caching of, uh, say, list of apps. And then uh, we are storing details in Redis. So basically, scaling the products is the challenge that we are facing and we are working through. Yeah, 1.7 million Kubernetes resources across 200 clusters is large. Intuit, obviously, early user, you know, in, in big user of, of, of Argo. Are there bigger, like, use cases of Argo, orders of magnitude larger, or is that pretty much the largest use of Argo CD that you know of right now? 
So if you go to Argo GitHub repo, you will see a list of uh, public enterprise and startup users. There are big users like Tesla, Ticketmaster, Major League Baseball, and Adobe, and and many, many. Uh, Red Hat is a big user of Argo CD. Uh, We recently announced a partnership with Red Hat uh, because a lot of their OpenShift customers are using Argo CD. So it's not just Intuit. Uh, there are many other companies who are using Argo CD at scale. Alibaba is using Argo CD at scale, and they are also a contributing company. I'd love to understand a little bit more about that partnership that you recently announced with Red Hat in, in OpenShift. What are the goals and the use cases in particular that you're looking to see out of that in, in the learnings you're hoping to get? Sure. So Red Hat has been working with us for almost a year. They have an OpenShift Argo CD operator that they built first to have Argo CD in their catalog of applications. And then they heard more and more from their users uh, how better to integrate OpenShift with Argo CD. And that's why they wanted to be a core contributing company behind Argo CD. And so we recently announced that partnership. I see. I want to go back for a minute and kind of talk more about GitOps in general, if that's okay. Um, just the GitOps ecosystem. We've been running Kubernetes in production for quite a while, and, and we're big GitOps fans. But I think the term GitOps, I don't know, it can mean different things to different people as far as the implementation of it goes. And it sounds like you're describing Argo as a very like modular and, and customizable. It kind of adapts to what, what you need. But I'd love to um, understand, you know, three years ago, you were building into a GitOps pipeline, which was pretty early for the GitOps term and ecosystem. And I'd love to understand a little bit more about Argo's position as the, like, if I'm just getting started with GitOps, how should I get started? Sure. So uh, most companies today already have, say, CI pipeline. And then they are looking ways to automate uh, CD. And then they are looking whether to use a declarative continuous delivery way of doing things. And that brings them to GitOps. We also started the same journey. In Intuit, we had CI pipeline using Jenkins. Uh, Some of the teams were doing CD by directly using Jenkins to deploy or some other tool or Spinnaker to deploy. Then when we started building the modern developer platform on Kubernetes, we wanted to see how, because Kubernetes is completely declarative, uh, we wanted to do continuous deployment, but in a declarative way. And that's where we came across GitOps and we wanted to use GitOps. But Intuit being a fintech company, we didn't want that the continuous deployment is automatically enabled in every cluster. That anytime there's a change in Git, you automatically update the cluster. So what we decided to do, at least within Intuit, is we have a separate pipeline which orchestrates Argo CD across different environments. So suppose the developer makes a change in the code, the code is built, then it updates deployment configuration. It gets deployed first in QA, then staging, then production. And this orchestration, although the Git is being updated automatically, is the pipeline which drives calling Argo CD to sync first QA, then to sync first staging, and then to sync production. And then also we have an approval gate before production. So Argo CD shows 
when uh, environment goes out of sync and then the pipeline is the one which finally makes the decision whether to sync the environment with Git. So we are doing GitOps, but we are orchestrating it through a pipeline. And we see many enterprises doing it who have much more regulated environment. Now, when we are doing, say, cluster upgrades, that is how we deploy applications to production. But say our cluster management team, our platform team, when they're doing cluster upgrades uh, using GitOps, then we don't use that pipeline. Then we just update the Git repo. We have Git repo for different clusters. We update the Git repo with new cluster configuration, whether it's a, a AMI version or whether it's a Kubernetes version or any other release. And automatically all the clusters are upgraded following GitOps. So we use it in different ways. I think that's, that's actually important to like to talk about and to really think about for somebody who's thinking about adopting GitOps. It can be intimidating at first because they might say, you know, I'm in a regulated environment or we don't have enough confidence in our process to like have everything automatically go out to production. But GitOps in Argo doesn't necessarily mean that, right? Like I can have any kind of gates, I can have any kind of change management process I want on top of it, but it's really about automating the process instead of having a manual process. Correct. It's about making the process more declarative so that you can go back and see what exactly changed and what was deployed and then automating the process. And we knew that different enterprises will want to do GitOps in different way. So from the beginning, when we built Argo CD, it was a very conscious decision that we will allow Argo CD to sync automatically as well as we will allow Argo CD to be synced by an external agent, which can be any pipeline. And that's why we didn't build any tight integration with Argo workflows as well, because we knew that companies already had some kind of a pipeline, some kind of a CI pipeline at least. So we said, okay, Argo CD can automatically sync or Argo CD can be synced from any pipeline. So whether you're using Jenkins or Spinnaker or Argo Workflows or Tekton, you can call Argo CD from the pipeline as well. And if you're very advanced or if you're doing cluster GitOps and you want to automatically enable as soon as Git repo gets changed, you can do that too without using any pipeline. Yeah, I think that that's super important to be able to hook into existing pipelines because you know most of us have some CI and CD out there and to, to make the bar to adopt a product to be completely erase all your CI CD pipelines and build it that's just a huge lift for anybody to, to be able to take let's talk a little bit more about cluster gitops that you were describing that you, you know you mentioned it again but earlier you mentioned that Intuit does it to deploy the clusters themselves the upgrades to kubernetes can you explain a little bit about how that works into the Argo workflows and Argo CD projects Sure. So we started Argo CD as application GitOps product. And then very soon we started realizing that, okay, to manage all our 200 clusters, instead of calling CLI to update or upgrade clusters, GitOps is the way to go. And then some companies use their GitOps tool to do cluster GitOps first and then go to application GitOps. We started with application GitOps and then moved to cluster GitOps. 
Today, when we are doing cluster GitOps, we do it at different layers, actually. So our AWS accounts get created following GitOps. And then we have, uh, for every cluster, we have a declarative file to create the cluster, which is stored in Git. And then any upgrade to the cluster or any update is also followed using GitOps. Argo CD is used for that as well. So is that using cluster API, or can you explain a little bit about how you're actually implementing that? Sure. So we were using Copspace clusters earlier, and now we are moving to EKS clusters. We are not using cluster API. So we have cluster configuration file, which defines the cluster state, and then Argo CD uses a cluster CRD to update the cluster based on that configuration file. That's great. And you mentioned earlier, just to make sure I heard it properly, if I want to create a new AWS account at Intuit and create a new cluster in that AWS account, it's literally just checking in a declarative manifest into the GitOps repo, and Argo will go ahead and provision the account and everything inside it that's needed? Yes, we haven't yet open-sourced that part because we recently built that. So Argo, we have a tool which can take CloudFormation templates and create uh, AWS accounts using GitOps. So we have a CRD for that, as well as we have a CRD to then build the cluster once the account is created. This part we haven't yet open sourced. That's pretty cool, though. Like, I think it leads me down a, a path of questions around governance and integrations into other um, like policy-based tools in the CNCF, maybe Open Policy Agent as an example. How does Argo integrate into tools like that that allow me to declare the set of policies that I have before anything has to that has anything has to pass before it gets deployed into the production environment. So Argo basically given any Kubernetes manifest, it can apply. So Argo has application CRDs. You can define your cluster as an application and whatever Kubernetes manifest you have under that application, Argo can apply that. Okay. And so that I can run any type of rules in my workflow. OPA rules, yes. Great. Helps me understand of you know where Argo is today and what it's doing. And I'd love to transition a little bit and talk about the, the roadmap and what you're currently working on and what you have planned in the future for the Argo project. Sure. We have separate roadmap for Argo CD and Argo workflows. Argo CD also includes Argo rollouts. So one part of Argo CD roadmap is focused on core functionality. Any issues around core functionality that the community is finding, we try to be proactive in fixing those. A big part of the roadmap is focused on scaling Argo CD to provide 2,000 plus application support, 100 plus cluster support per Argo CD instance. Mono repo support, Argo CD is not optimized if you have large number of applications in one repo. So a big focus on scaling Argo CD is going on today as the adoption is increasing. Then we are working on a new concept called application set where you want to apply the same change across, say, multiple applications. This use case is especially needed when you want to apply the same change across, say, 100 clusters uh, using GitOps. 
Alibaba is one of the core contributors for application set part of the roadmap. Then we are uh, working on, so we took the core of Argo CD and we created something called a GitOps engine. It's a library that implements core GitOps functions such as Kubernetes resource reconciliation and diffing. The reason why we made this core engine is so that if somebody else wants to build a GitOps solution, they can take this engine and build on top of it. It doesn't have the UI and all the enterprise features of Argo CD. It's just a small library. And then we are always working on different configuration management tools integration. Argo CD from day one supported Helm, Customize. And although we do support uh, adding any custom config management tools, but if tomorrow a new configuration management tool comes up, we, we would like to integrate with that. And then uh, features like notifications. When people are deploying, they want to send notifications. Then automated registry monitoring, et cetera, are there in the Argo CD roadmap. Now, Argo Workflows is, as I said, is not only focused on CI, CD pipeline, but it is also focused on MLOps and then for large-scale data processing pipelines. And there, the roadmap is focused always on scalability of these workflows, features like memoization where to so that the workflow steps can be executed much faster, supporting more semaphores and mutexes, and then artifact management across steps in a workflow and metrics and reporting. Okay, that's a pretty ambitious roadmap. Um, kind of going back to the beginning of it, Argo CD uh, application sets sound interesting, and I'd like to talk a little bit more about that. Can you? Give a more like an example of a change that I would want to deploy across multiple applications. Sure. When you're rolling out a change across, say, hundreds of Kubernetes cluster, whether it is deploying a add-on or a daemon set, or even updating a Kubernetes version or releasing a security patch across multiple Kubernetes clusters you need a way to update multiple applications or clusters at the same time. And initially, we had a concept of app of apps. The way we are defining applications declaratively, we wanted to have a way to define a set of applications, which represents a set of clusters declaratively. And that's why the way we have application CRD and application controller uh, with app set, we are creating an application set controller. So does, is application set going to replace the app of apps, the declarative object that you have right now? App of apps today is a pattern. It's not declarative. Application is declarative. And yes, uh, we want to make this application set, which is declarative, to replace the app of apps pattern. But it is still in a very early stage. We haven't even had our first release, but it is a big part of the roadmap. It, it sounds important, though. You know, you mentioned a lot of the roadmap for Argo CD is around scaling and, and, and being able to scale to additional, app, you know, higher numbers of applications and higher numbers of clusters and unique workflows like mono repos. But the the application set idea sounds like it really scales process and change management control, and it, and it minimizes that diff that needs to be committed and deployed in order to deploy a change through GitOps. 
Totally. And then the next thing you mentioned was the GitOps engine for library reconciliation. It's a library that I can enable GitOps inside my application without the UI and all the, like, the workflow capabilities that Argo has. Are there applications that you know of today outside of Argo that are using this, or is this really still very speculative, like we put it out there and just to see what might happen with it? Actually, I'm seeing some of the vendors like GitLab uh, trying out this engine as a part of their product. That's cool. Just to make sure I understand, it's a Go library that does full diffing. So given a set of declarative manifests, the GitOps engine will look at the Kubernetes cluster using you know, client Go and then diff them and tell me the differences that are, like funnel those back up to the application so that I can then make decisions that I need to do around deploying resources? Yes, it's diffing as well as it does the reconciliation part as well. You mentioned that you had customized Helm um, and Helm support built in from the very beginning. You, you know, you, you said the roadmap includes potentially adding any other configuration management tools that that surface and become popular requests. Are there any right now on the roadmap that you're looking at and starting to evaluate? Uh, no, currently we haven't seen any other that has picked up, but uh, we are always on the look. And we started actually with Case on it, and then moved to Helm, and then to customize. So. Who is the target today that you would like to see using Argo CD? It sounds like, you know, as you're pushing to more scale in the project roadmap right now, you'd love to see applications and clusters that have huge, huge workloads. But are there other specialty workloads and use cases that you'd like to see more of to help the project mature and and get more learnings from those types of environments? Sure. Again, we are seeing both enterprises as well as startups pick up Argo CD because given that it's very Kubernetes native, to set it up, uh, to install it is not hard at all. It takes minutes, literally. But because we are seeing uh, enterprises using it, they do need a lot of application support. And that's where the roadmap is. And also because Intuit is one of the core contributors and we use it at scale it's a requirement from us as well. So if I'm getting started using Argo right now in my startup or in my enterprise, what type of feedback are you looking for the most? Firstly, whether you're using it for applications, whether using it for cluster GitOps, at what scale you're using it, what config management tools you're using it, what processes you're using. Like, for example, today morning itself, I came across a unique process used by a company where they want to enable auto-sync between Git and the cluster, but they want to do it in phases. Say they want to say, okay, auto-sync these many clusters first, and if that is successful, then auto-sync these many clusters, and they didn't want to use a pipeline to orchestrate all of this. We had a feature in App of Apps pattern called Sync Waves, we don't have it yet in AppSet, and we realize we need to build it. So different processes always helps to understand and build features. An area that we haven't talked a lot about right now is the Argo rollout subproject. And it's it's interesting. I'd love to understand a little bit more about how long the Argo rollouts project's been out, what created that, what was the inspiration for that one in particular, and just dive into that a little bit more. Sure. So we open sourced Argo rollouts in the middle of 2019 because first we followed GitOps to deploy applications. Then we needed to come up with a way 
to do, say, blue-green deployment because people earlier used to do blue-green deployment, say, using Spinnaker on uh, AWS Cloud. And then we needed to provide canary deployment in different ways. So we were looking for a tool which can do different types of progressive delivery, whether it's blue-green or whether it's canary or some kind of experimentation. And we didn't find any, and that's where we, again, open source Argo rollouts. So Argo rollouts can do blue-green in a GitOps way. We were looking for a tool where we can define the blue and green very easily in Git repo and sync accordingly and transition accordingly. And we didn't find any, and so we built Argo rollouts as another CRD. So it is very similar to deployment uh, resource only thing it has a rollout strategy portion in the manifest where you can say okay based on this results you can now move to the green strategy and since then um, or really starting around the same time there became another standard right around service meshes called SMI obviously Istio and Linkerd had been around for, and console have been around for a while but now there's open service mesh from Microsoft and I think there's a some overlap between the two. I want to better understand where I might want to use Argo rollouts where that makes more sense as instead of adopting a full service mesh or where maybe something like open service mesh or Linkerd might still make more sense than Argo rollout for a particular use case. So Argo rollouts works with actually service mesh. Say, for example, you want to use Argo rollouts for blue-green. That is, okay, you have a blue stack, green stack, and Argo rollouts tells, okay, how to roll over from blue to green. Now, if you want to do canary release, you can do at a course level where you, say, have five replicas, and you can do traffic routing to one replica, and then do traffic routing the remaining four replicas. So you're doing like 20% coarse grain traffic routing. If you want to do much more fine grain traffic routing, then Argo rollouts integrates with service mesh where you can actually say that, okay, route 1% of traffic, then route 2%, 3%, 4%. So Argo rollout supports different service mesh options, uh, Istio, SMI today. And how do I define that progressive rollout strategy? How do I say I want, you know, in the core screen method that you described, I said one of the replicas is running the newest version and the other four. How can I declaratively define the criteria that's going to allow that to become 100% of the traffic with Argo rollouts? So if you go to Argo rollouts GitHub repo, if you go to the examples folder, you will see there are many examples around Canary and you will see that in the rollouts object, there is a strategy portion where you have steps and you can set weight and then you can say how to move from 20% weight to 40% weight to 60% weight. And then basically it's similar to deployment object. So you have the number of replicas and then using labels, you can set uh, how to roll over the traffic. Cool. It sounds like a, a great addition into the ecosystem. Even if I haven't adopted a service mesh, I can the coarse grain blue green deployment definitely enables the CI CD pipeline. How is the adoption of Argo rollouts going since you launched that in mid 2019? 
Actually, along with Argo CD, Argo Rollouts is also picking up. It's not yet used by as many companies as Argo CD because also the maturity of the different companies are at different levels. But that's the next big one that is getting a lot of adoption. Even within Intuit, like today, I think we have Although 2,500 services running on Kubernetes, we have, say, around 300 services using different rollout strategies. So people are starting with first continuous deployment, and then they're moving to more progressive delivery. Because uh, Kubernetes allows rolling updates, so people start with basic rolling updates of deployments and then they see that okay no it's not working out or they want to progressively point the traffic and that's when they go for a solution like Argo rollouts yeah i mean it makes sense we uh, we don't have 2500 different services across 200 clusters um, but you know our production cluster has you know, hundreds of services and we're using GitOps. And I think, you know, I'm going to go like, Argo Rollouts looks actually pretty interesting. I wasn't that familiar with it until just now. So I think it's a, a great addition to the, the stack. Yes. Uh, we are actually thinking whether there's some way we can contribute it as part of core Kubernetes if possible. Oh, interesting. Like maybe even potentially split it out of the Argo project and put it into the core Kubernetes, like Kubernetes slash Kubernetes. Yes, because it is very similar to deployment, whereas deployment always follows rolling update. This allows different other traffic routing strategies. And I assume when you're saying deployment, it's probably also applicable to a stateful set or something like this that has the same concepts built into Kubernetes, um, right? Correct. We haven't yet tried it with a stateful set, but good point. I think the last question that I really have, I'd love to dig into a little bit more, is Argo's been around since 2017. It sounds like you have you started off with one project, you've expanded into four, there's lots of stuff on the roadmap, lots of new challenges ahead of you that you're trying to solve, but it's currently an incubating project, and the CNCF ecosystem starts with Sandbox, and then moves to incubation, and then graduated for the final step, which is where projects like Kubernetes and Helm and, and others are. And I'd love to get some insight into what you're thinking about and what the team is thinking about around the timeline and the steps and what's needed in order to take Argo and make it a graduated project in the CNCF ecosystem. Sure. So we are very actively involved with CNCF. We are CNCF Gold member. We participate in all CNCF end-user community activities. That is from end-user perspective. Now about the Argo open source project, we definitely want to go to the next stage, which is graduating. One big criteria for graduating is more contributing companies. And I think we meet all the rest of the criteria. So the big focus Although we have a lot of individual contributors, we are trying to partner with more contributing companies to meet that criteria, as well as to meet the community need. Because right now, there are so many users that our team is like not being able to keep up. And so we are definitely looking for more contributing companies and partnering with them. Yeah, supporting open source and keeping up with requests from the community is probably pretty difficult. What is the the primary mechanism? I do you have a Slack channel in the Kubernetes Slack or in the CNCF Slack, or what's the best way to get a hold of the team if we just like have ideas or questions? Sure. So if you go to GitHub a repo of Argo, you will see the Argo has its own Slack workspace. Uh, we are thinking whether to move to CNCF Slack workspace. 
But right now, Argo has its own Slack workspace with multiple channels. And we have more than, I think, 3,000 users already in the Argo Slack channels. And can you give us some insight into how many people at Intuit are working on the Argo project in either a full-time or a part-time capacity? How much, how much effort is, is Intuit putting into building and, and continuing to, to mature the Argo project right now? Sure. Argo CD is used to deploy all applications of Intuit. And Argo workflows is used by core platforms like all our cluster management, ML platform, data processing platforms. So Intuit is using Argo heavily. And so they are obviously very heavily invested also in Argo. It helps also build our tech brand. So we have around eight to 10 people uh, working on Argo full-time. And as needed, we will be adding more. But it's a lean team, but great engineers. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like a fun project to work on. I mean, getting paid to come in and work for on open source projects on Kubernetes on a daily basis sounds like not a bad job to have. So Yes, other than they're drowning in a lot of community questions and are really looking for help. Yeah, that's true. So is there anything else that you'd like to share with everyone around the roadmap? Anything that we didn't cover that's worth talking about that you know we can we can add in here? Um, no, I think we covered the roadmap more or less. Again, uh, we started with application GitOps. Now the big focus is on cluster GitOps and scalability for Argo CD. Argo rollouts, uh, as in when more and more companies are running some kind of service mesh in production, we will add more features around service mesh and traffic routing. And for Argo workflows, again, we are looking for more contributing companies, especially around ML ops and data processing space. But I think we covered most of it. The team and the community is now working towards taking the project to graduation. That's great. Yeah, I mentioned I've been using GitOps for a while. We've been using GitOps here and you know, I've learned a ton about Argo here today. Just like even the some of the stuff you're working around, like cluster GitOps, and then you know AWS account GitOps coming as a as a feature that hopefully you open source and you that becomes a, a core part of the product. It sounds like a, a, a great addition. You GitOps everything, right? Then you have a declarative state, and anything you want can just be deployed. Yes, I actually have already started seeing on CNCF GitOps channel people using Argo CD for Lambda GitOps. So people are using Argo CD in different innovative ways and contributing back. Yeah, that makes a ton of sense. So we've been here today talking to Mukalika Kapas, a product director at Intuit on the Argo project. Thank you very much for all the information today, Mukalika. It was nice talking to you, Mark. Thank you so much. That's all we have time for today. If you're the maintainer of a CNCF project and would like to be a guest on this show, head over to kubelist.com. To learn more about Heavybit, visit heavybit.com to check out the library. It's packed with amazing talks and content on sales, marketing, product, and more for founders of developer tools companies. And this podcast is brought to you by my company, Replicated, where we enable cloud-native software vendors to operationalize and scale the distribution of their modern on-prem software to their largest enterprise customers. Check us out at replicated.com. <laughs>